This is Hannah. This is Rachel. And this is What I Like to Tell People. Hey everyone, it's Rachel. I hope you all are doing really well since it's been a few weeks. I'll ask about my few weeks. Well, my few weeks was okay. Um, a lot of changes so far, but I'm working on an art show. It's March 11th, so I'm pretty excited about that. I am almost done with the pieces, so we will see. Let's get to the episode, though. Leah Gore is an amazing artist, baker, chef, what have you, and artist, too. So it's really, really awesome. And we are just going to have such a fun episode learning so much about all her different talents. And full disclosure, I sound like a robot. I think it connected to my AirPods. Either way, Leah sounds great. I sound nuts, but it's okay. I think it sounds an amazing episode. So it definitely is going to be fun. All right. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. We are here with Leah Gore, and she is the owner of Jack the Bakery. And hi, Leah. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. It was amazing that um, we connected through Instagram because, well, technology, as we were saying earlier, we were kind of bashing about it earlier. So. <laughs> but um, so tell me how. How did you get started with Jack the Bakery? Like, where did this uh, micro bakery come from? Um, it kind of came out of a necessity. I was burnt out from my last job and the pandemic hit. And I was kind of baking and uh, cooking as a side gig. Um, and I just kind of decided to take it full time. Um, and just hope for the best and just keep learning and developing and, um, living off my savings, just, you know, working with what I had where I was. So what did you do before that? If you don't mind me asking. Um, so my last job was at, I was a lead florist in a small business, um, manager, Wow. In, in my very tiny town of Milton. Um, West Virginia, correct? Yes, Milton, West Virginia. And um, yeah, I I was a florist for three years. <laughs> so you always had the creative genes, though, because... Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. It sounds like that. Uh, my friend Hannah, the one who did the podcast with me, is from West Virginia also. So oh, she's cool. excited that um, we have a West Virginian on our podcast. I told Absolutely. her I was always going to honor her to have them because I feel like talking to everyone from all over is important, too. And, you know, yeah, for uh, sure. so many um, talented people are, you just never know, right, from Hidden Gems. So thank you yeah. for, again, coming on because Hannah is going to be like, yes, a West Virginian. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> like West Virginia. Exactly. I'm like, you know what? I swear I'm a little token. I swear. I swear I'm trying to honor her. Um, <laughs> but so 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, when you have to switch careers, not have to, but, you know, when the pandemic hit, it almost was kind of like a, why the heck not? Well, why the, we'll say it because you decided to make it explode. Why the fuck not? Type yeah. part, right? So, yeah. Um, so I know uh, I will ask you the question just because even though we just talked about it, I, why did you name it Jack the Bakery? Because that would also probably help figure out how you got into baking, too. Um, so I always knew if I was going to, um, pursue my own, uh, thing, whether it be a bakery, a restaurant, a private chefing, whatever, I would, I just wanted it to be kind of in homage to my grandfather, Jack. Um, he's, he was a master baker and he had his own bakery after getting out of World War II. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And he did that for decades. And then, um, in the eighties, it actually burnt down. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. Yeah. They never figured out like what the cause was of it or anything, um, so it was a very tragic um, thing for that part of my family. And um, there were four kids to take care of, and it was a whole family business. So, um, yeah, I wanted to pay homage to my grandfather through that. Um, he inspired me because of his craftsmanship and just um, tenacity for sticking with something like that. So. I was going to say definitely through hard times, too. And just, yeah, yeah. You know, he, and it sounds just like, uh, almost like, it sounds silly to say it, but like a phoenix, like it's you're almost having a grow from yeah. the ashes, and now you're kind of having this dream of your grandfather's being reborn. I know that That's sounds so kind of cheesy, but I yes. <laughs> I love that. I know. I had to do it, too. I know it's cheesy, but I had to do it. I, was like, I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and um, he served in World War II, you said? Yeah. Um, what did he um, – I had a, a great um, great uncle that was in World War II, so I was okay. curious about um, – he was in the Navy. What was your uh, – um, He wasn't in the Navy. My dad was in the Navy, but okay, cool. um, my grandfather <laughs> – uh, was part of the, I believe, the army. That's just cool that he was um actually served his country. Is what I mean. So yeah, I yeah, for like, sure. And the fact that he was like, you know what? Afterwards, I'm going to do baking and do all yeah. of that. What was he best known for? You know. Um. Well, so it was my mother's father, and oh, um, mother's I, father. Yeah. So. I grew up hearing her talk about his brownies were exceptional. Um, he made these amazing rolls called butterflake rolls, and they're like a laminated uh, yeast roll. And they, he like, whenever you laminate a bread, that means like you're layering butter in between the dough. I was watching British Bake Off, and I was watching. So you know exactly. (laughs) You just see me. I'm like, oh my gosh, this. And I'm like, that's so much. Yeah, yeah. So it's 
it's in that it's a really rich dough. Um, it's just absolutely incredible. Um, I could geek out about any kind of bread, but like this, this was a really special thing that they weren't doing around here at the time. So it was unique and it was just delicious. So that's probably like one of my favorite things. That's awesome. It goes hand in hand that way. Yeah. Well, so then speaking of which, because we talked about their favorite, what is your favorite to bake? Of course, I've seen all the gorgeous, like, I love, I will have to say, I love how you put um, colors, um, the more earthy tones into your breads, too, because I don't know, um, because I love bright colors and baked goods and stuff. I wanted to say to you, I just love that you do the natural tones more and actually capture earth colors more than just like fake vibrance. And I really yeah. like that. So I wanted Me to tell too. you that because it shows off the the baked good more than just kind of covering it because it's the yeah, beauty of good. the baked good. So, good. I'm glad yeah. you noticed that. That's, that's a really cool compliment. I appreciate that. I haven't heard that before, oh. but it's so true. It's so true. Like I do tend to go more for the earth tones and that kind of thing. You show off the bread shape more or like the baked item shape, depending on what you're Mm -hmm. making. And I like that because you're not taking it away because not that I'm saying others are taking away because that's a different technique, but how your technique is, it's more like, let's show off this beauty of like almost like the inside of the bread so you can open it and want to actually open it more and actually incorporate the color into the dough. So I was like, you're a very cool baker that way. Thank you. I appreciate that. Of course. Um, Sorry, I got sidetracked with that though, but um, definitely. So let's go back to so what would be your favorite, like your top thing to bake or cook or whatever? Um, Something that is like really soothing and meditative for me that I could do any time of the day um, is baking bread, making and baking bread. Just simple. It can be such a simple thing, but it's also like so up to your own intuition, science, like it, the weather, the temperature, the humidity, everything like. Goes um, into it. Yeah, yeah. So it's very intuitive. Um, but I love that about it. And that's kind of the first thing I've ever started cooking or baking is bread. And I still just really enjoy doing it. (laughs) When you have really good bread, it's like, I don't know. It's a special thing. It like changes you. Oh, I know. I'm a bready person and I want to like, maybe I should start making my own bread. Absolutely. You totally should. Because I'm like such a, like a breadaholic that it's not even funny. I might as well just make my own bread at this point. (laughs) Oh, no, but it's true though. I was thinking of all the temperamentalness of all of it from, um, British Bake Off, they were even doing that with their breads. Like it was like the day, like it depends on the day. Like It absolutely does. It really does. Like you can have a great uh, bread day, right, Mm -hmm. on your own day. And then the next day it could be like a wonky day. Not that I'm saying it's all horrible, but it's just a wonky, weird, weird day. But (laughs) 
that's a good go-to classic. My brother's wife would love you then. So I guess we'll have to make a trip to West Virginia. <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. Yes. Well, well, we'll have to. I mean, obviously, it's West Virginia. Come on now. <laughs> so. You should come in uh, the fall when the leaves mm. are gorgeous. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's the best time. It is the best time to come. It's the most beautiful. I mean, it's the most beautiful time of the year all the time in West Virginia, but especially that time of the year with all the river and everything, yeah. too. Um, the colors, it's perfection. Um, so what other, uh, so what other, um, I guess, cooking and baking do you like to do, I guess, on top of, because you own Jack the Bakery. So, of course, you probably have other clients. Uh, you have clients too so we'll get into that in a minute but okay um what other kind of for myself i mm, yeah whatever others oh good question i mean yeah because it's kind of different like for you i know we love the bread but um, <laughs> yeah let's see like for i guess i guess maybe let's go for others for right now maybe then okay hmm. um so i usually like to do like custom dinners and private chefing um so i do a lot of that as well as my baking for jack um i do you advertise with that on your I don't. For Jack or I is it don't. more for friends or? Yeah, it's like more word of mouth kind of stuff. Honestly, it all kind of is That's word so of mouth. Cool. So you're like a, uh, what's it called? The um, speakeasy. <laughs> yeah. With yeah, kind of. I mean, okay. like I post the stuff I make on my social media, but I don't really advertise a whole lot other than just what I make. Um, but I love to do like private dinners, uh, more intimate things. I'm really into like 10 and under people and just make coursed meals. I love doing that. Um, probably the favorite of everyone for baking, I would say, are my cakes, just because I have the most of them that I sell. Um, and they're all, like, again, custom, so they're custom to that person specifically. So they wouldn't be, like, a certain flavor people would go to more. It would be mostly, like, a custom flavor for, the, uh, for your client or... I mean, I've been doing a lot of like uh the lemon olive oil cakes lately i saw that on your website and i was like that sounds really good yeah so, they're so good yeah. they're so good i found i was like that sounds so good i want one um yeah. but wow so um so a lot of the time it's your cakes but then with uh it sounds like your favorite part of it is doing those uh meal the savory meals and the meals like the I mean the uh, tinier gatherings mm -hmm. and everything did you have a favorite one that you made um, most um recently I uh my most recent dinner was um for it was kind of like a collaboration of some local people um Emily Hilliard she just wrote a book and it was her 
uh, one of her book release parties. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, and she and I got together the summer beforehand and we were talking. I was like, hey, like when your book comes out, I want to make like an Appalachian feast to kind of like go with your book. Oh, that's awesome. And we were like, I don't know what we can do, but like, let's just make something happen. And then um, we knew Dan. Dan runs Kinship Goods in Charleston. Uh, he's. We oh, interviewed him on our podcast, too. I, we love Dan. Yeah, Kinship Goods Dan's is awesome. Seriously, um, great he, company. He offered to be our host for the event in his yes. new space. Yeah. So um, he opened up this space and uh, they had a kitchen there. So I just um, did like more of a family style meal uh, where I just pretty much lined a long table. Um, the theme was like Mama's picnic in the backyard. Oh, oh my gosh, I love that so much. <laughs> That's kind of the idea we were going for. Um, Perfection. So, yeah, so Dan, um, uh, he made it look awesome with like some vintage cans with some branches in it and like a picnic table and just he uh, – did the music, of course. Um, I cooked. I did like a rabbit stew and cornbread, and I did a pear tart. And I think it was like pear and apple butter tart, a uh, sorghum pie. Um, what else did I do? Brown beans. Uh, I did venison tartare. That was really good. I did a huge pickle platter that I had pickles from the summer. I love pickles so much. I love much. pickles. I could oh eat pickles God. every day. Me too. I love pickles so much. I make this little pickle salad too. Um, like, yeah. Uh, with, um, nice. what's it called? With the uh, noodles and do cheddar. And then you also do a chicken. What? Yeah. And just do boumond. Uh, and that's just like, you know, the powder. And then yeah. all you do is mix it together. And then you have like this freaking pickle salad with chicken, what? cheese. I want to try this. Yes, do it. I'll send it to you. It's Sign so me easy. up. Yeah, it's so easy too because you can take leftover noodles too if you want Ooh, to. And nice. then you take like store chicken, you know, like bada bing, yeah. bada boom. You got your good stuff. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, a quick little food. meal. Cool. It's a comfort food, like grandma's. <laughs> yeah. Cool. No, but seriously, that is so awesome. You had a pickle, going back to that, you had a pickle one, like from all of ones that you had over the summer, you were saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I had like ramps and okra and radishes. Um, uh, peppers. Um, I think I did some capers. Um just like capers. A, capers are just so good too in general. Like all yeah, of that. Oh. Like little acidic bursts. I love it. <laughs> That's so true. Such a good way to describe them. Little acidic bursts. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good too. Yeah. I don't know. And then 
having them with the pasta too. I don't even know. And I never thought, oh yeah, they're pickled. Duh. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. They're just perfection. <laughs> they're just perfection. I don't know. We, anyways, it sounds just like a perfect grandmother's meal or like, you know, Yeah, grandma's. yeah. It was, it was really fun. I made some um, sweet tea with like some fire cider in it. So it gave it a little bit of a, little bit of a kick in there. Like a little um, Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we just set up like a projector and Emily, uh, showed like did a slideshow of photos and read from her book it was just an all-around ex really interesting experience and just I would love to do more things like that around here just kind of celebrating like other artists other local businesses and stuff hey why not like there's so many yeah. wonderful West Virginian businesses and just local businesses in your area too that yeah. would be just great to just help like it would be cool if you would maybe talk to him again I mean you guys could try to oh, yeah, set up another one too and get absolutely. more involved so um do you have any uh let's say hmm I was going to say do you have any future plans that you're like uh working on for your company right now do you see where Jack the Bakery is going or um because I saw it was your one year anniversary congratulations yeah. by the way happy one year hey thank you yes. I appreciate that um so I don't really make long-term plans anymore um it's smart actually it was smart after 2020 I mean <laughs> yeah yeah just like me mentally in order for me to think that far ahead like I don't know <laughs> I, ju I just it's been nice just to kind of slow my life down and just kind of focus on the present I know that's so cheesy but it's I just feel like I can be more successful in um thinking I can think more clearly just kind of focusing on like the next 30 days but but um an overall I have things I would like to learn and get better at. Like, um, I would like to become more like financially literate in business. Um, I like I just talked to an accountant for the first time the other day, and that was just oh yay. yeah yeah like that's so eye opening, and there's so many intricacies of that of business in general that it's crazy it's crazy yeah it's a whole other language yeah because like I'm a creative mind I noticed that you um, I are too so, and I'm like oh my god when my dad talks about it more because he's like the guy that does the money stuff I'm like okay I don't know what you're talking about yeah oh like god. I need to use a completely different side of my brain and it's 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 a whole nother language I feel like you just have to just re keep reading about it keep asking people and just it's um it's like bread it's going to be a lifelong journey 
<laughs> you should be proud of yourself that you are just doing that now, though, too, because not many businesses do that right away. And the fact that you're a year into it is great that you're doing Well, yeah, if, if I want to put this much, much energy and time and effort and money and all that into it, I want it to be the best that it can be. Exactly. Um, and what else am I? Um, I just... I feel like I'm constantly like trying to just create the life that I want to live. Um, so I'm just trying to, you know, give myself some grace and like be okay if it's not perfect all the time. Just kind of go with the flow. Um, like the bread you make. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes exactly. it's easy. You never it all know comes what around. <laughs> you never know. It all comes around. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just, uh, I think it'd be interesting to work with more small businesses uh, within the state. I've started reaching out to a couple other women chefs in the state. It is cool because there's not a whole lot. And um, I just think it's, I think we need to like stick together because it's a very difficult job. And it's just, it's a special thing to be a woman chef in. The um, industry is hard too. The industry is very hard. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to reach out more to others and uh, do like maybe collaborations or just just talk, just communicate and build a little community. Um, I would like to do some more travel, more uh, maybe visiting other bakeries for research and development. <laughs> Well, why not? I mean, hey, just yeah. do that. You help each other out, research development, yeah. et cetera. And plus, you know, it's good to have those connections with the surrounding states, too, because they're yeah, right there. Yeah. So yeah. it's easier to do that. Plus, you could come to the D.C. area, too, you know, Virginia. Yes. Yeah. It's really not that far, and I love D.C. so much. Yeah, I, I could show you around. That'd be yeah. so much fun. We could totally... And then you can show me how to bake bread. <laughs> there we okay. go. That's it. There we go. Okay. That's it. I I'll don't try my best. You. You're like, I don't know. It's just going to come naturally to me. I might just leave you behind. No. It's okay. No. No, I mean, I did do pizza once. It was fine. That was good. Hey, it was good. That's something. That is something. I was very patient with it. It would have been overnight. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, hey, I mean, taste is good. It was just hard. Patience to is the first step, okay? Okay, patience <laughs> is the first step with this bread. I got it. I got it. Oh my gosh. So, um, I uh, I'm on stalkerish, but I saw the bunny that did you draw a paint or a draw that bunny? Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, you're I an artist, huh? Yeah, I'm I just kind of call myself creative because I'm kind of, yeah, I kind of have my hands and a little bit of everything it's me um yeah (laughs) like I love to do everything creative I love um drawing sculpture cooking baking just 
anything really get your hands in anything basically that's basically how I am like I just want to put like can I create something with this yes okay I'm yeah. going to do it like I bought a wood burning kit I mean I don't know when I'm going to use it but you know what I want to do it because yeah. why not like I was like 20 you got I got a cheap one for 20 bucks why not oh right? that's awesome you know and they say it works fine it has all these different little heads on it yeah <laughs> Who knows? Then I want to do welding. I totally get it, though. Yeah. Person, you know I mean? You're giving me ideas. <laughs> you totally get it. You totally get it. Like, you were saying the bread thing. I was like, I want to do that. And I'm your yeah. welding. <laughs> no, I mean, so I, you, so obviously you just, I'm not just, but you do that for yourself. You kind of like, you know what? I'm going to make that bunny for the, obviously the Chinese New Year or for yourself kind of thing, right? So it's not um actually so i have a degree in art in the visual arts um so i have um a little bit more of a formal education in it i guess so i i went to school for that and then i've worked in a few like galleries and like Art handling. I'm working with an artist currently, um, Barry Kaufman. She's a she's a great. Uh, she sculpts and she uh, works in ceramics and she's a printmaker. She's done glass work. Um, very multifaceted. But I, I, I love that. It's such yeah. a woman in the arts because I yeah. work at the I work at the Phillips Collection in DC. Um, oh wow! And so it's like when you hear when you see a woman artist, I'm like, yes, finally, yes. please. Like, yes. there's so many male artists. Like, yes. So I'm gonna have to look this lady up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm assisting. I'm just like an assistant to her right now. Is like a part time job. Um, that's awesome. That's really cool. So I, love I, I love I, I it. I can tell you love it. Like no one could see you right now, but I, I can tell you love it. Like, yeah. You're smiling. That's a yeah. great opportunity. Well, I, I get to like fully delve into art, like a different kind of art, like one or two times a week. And it's just, it's fun. It's fun to be around artists. Isn't um, it like it just brings your you. brain out? Yeah, like it brings, like it makes you want to, like as I said, put your hands in something and just make something. Like I yeah. don't know, talking to all these different artists, including yourself, right now, makes me like after our interview, go want to paint after this. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Like, like if I have my art right here, so I'm like, I gotta go do my art for my show that's coming up. But no, um, honestly, I think that's really, really amazing that you're doing also visual art. So how, so how long have you been working with her then, um, with this um, artist? Not very long, probably since like, I think I started working with her in November or December. So yeah, just a few months. That's awesome, um, though. But, yeah. And just see where <laughs> it goes with it, huh? And Yeah, well, I'm, honestly, I'm probably going to be working with her for a while because. Good, I'm, good. I'm, yeah, I'm helping to uh, archive, like, document and archive her work. And, um, yeah, so she's been making work for decades. So. I I, I know much. her. I'm just horrible at names, you know. Oh, wait, mm -hmm. well, we're visual, so I'm. Yeah, horrible. yeah. If I visually saw her work, I'd be like, oh, 
app to it is. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that you're gonna have a bit then if that's yeah. there, there's plenty of work to be documented for sure. Yeah. But that's gonna be a lot of fun for you though, because you get to it have is. all the art history too. Right, right. All so. the history, all the stories, all the, you know, inspiration that went behind everything and just kind of her life like as a collective in the arts it's just really interesting to learn so i bet that's just so interesting and just to, to rewind for you um being an art handler too it was really cool yeah. i always was interested in doing that so i'm like and i always watch it at the museum and i'm like that's really cool too that you got to learn that side of the yeah um, on top of yeah. you know the art history if that makes sense because not mm -hmm. everyone knows like the background scenes of how important it is yeah. to our hands. It's hard work, too. It, it is. I, it looks like tedious work. It's so, so I tedious. You. <laughs> I was like, it's so I, tedious. I bet. I bet. Especially with the frames. I bet. Yeah. Like, I, I, I was talking to one of them at the Phillips Collection. They were like, yep, it's the frames, believe it or not, that you have to worry the most about. I'm like, I believe that. I believe yeah. that. That is like some precious cargo that can like, rip off so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my gosh that but at least you're doing that right now you get to have some fun that's archives right. that's right <laughs> thank goodness yeah for sure do you have anything else you want to talk about with your baked goods or um something I think that kind of makes my stuff stand out is um, I use a lot of like local ingredients. Um, stand on that. That's awesome. You use a lot of local. Um, so like, especially whenever it's more lush here um, in like the spring and summer and fall time, like harvest. Um, I like to, I really enjoy foraging. I just like being outside period. So, and I'm a mountain biker, so I'll usually a mountain just, biker. That's so cool. Yeah. So I just came back from a ride actually. Um, I just, so I put this little mushroom basket on my back and I'll go biking and then, um, I'll just find things like, She'll forage. Uh, yeah, like wild ginseng, like sumac berries, like all kinds of stuff and I'll just kind of incorporate it into what I do. Um, and so like, you sort of know how to like find it then like on your own, like you kind of know yeah. where to forage pretty well. And... Yeah. I'm not, I'm absolutely not an expert, but it's more like a hobby. Like I don't consider myself an expert at all. So you like to uh, take um, basically from <laughs> That's so corny. Earth that's like at the certain times a year that is like with us, obviously certain times a year from um, local. Do you also do local uh, local shopping too for that too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a few um, local food hubs that a lot of farmers and producers bring their stuff and drop it off. I get. Um, like local cornmeal and cheeses, all my dairy, all my eggs, that kind of stuff. Um, it just makes it more special. And um, 
I, it's also really good quality stuff, so it's going to taste better. And the flavor combinations I can come up with using some of this stuff, like I did these sumac and strawberry donuts one time with some sumac. Sumac I found, I cleaned it really good and then um, made like a powder out of it. It was so delicious. It had like a nice tart with the strawberry, the sweet strawberry. Right. So I don't know. It was really What fun. was your favorite com combo so far that you've made with like local ingredients lately that has been super different, I guess? Um, I would say the strawberry sumac's really delicious. That's true. I want to just go try it. I just, I, I as soon as you yeah. it, like, I really love strawberry, and that's just uh, adding that in there just sounds perfection. It's so, so good. It's so good. Um, I've used some like local cheese and made put it in like a cheesecake and mm. local cream. Oh. Mm, I bet yeah. that was so good. Like anything yeah. local like that is like so good. So good. Yeah, it's just so much richer. Oh yeah. It's oh nice. for sure. <laughs> so what what were the berries though that you were foraging early? Oh we were talking about the foraging, yeah, earlier. So like, it's called sumac, S-U-M-A-C. Yeah, and, and so um what is they what are they exactly? So they're kind of like these fuzzy pink they're not actually berries i just called them that because they kind of look like berries <laughs> um but they're like fuzzy little balls on a branch and they're like magenta they're really beautiful um and you can really find them well whenever all the vegetation has like kind of died around it so like um maybe early fall or late fall rather whenever the leaves have fallen because they stay like magenta and bright and oh, easy to find yeah yeah like a little target yeah yeah so i just break off a branch bring it home clean it and um you pretty much rub all the fuzzy off of it and um that's your sumac powder. That's awesome. And then you can yeah. just have, and then you have your powder and you just yeah. and you could collect them and make powder for a while yeah. and you'll have them for all your recipes. Yeah. Yeah. And the cool thing is is that like a lot of Middle Eastern foods have it and it's just interesting. I didn't like, know that. Yeah, really? yeah. So I just think it's so cool that it also grows here. You know that is so cool. That's why I would say really Middle Eastern. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's I want to try a bake with that. That sounds yeah so delicious. Or like you may have had it like if you get some hummus, you might see like this purple powder maybe on it. I have seen that. That's what it is. It's kind of lemony. I like that too. I've actually, I love hummus and I love that. I've always liked that powder. I'm like, I don't know what it is. And I was like, I know it's not human. And I'm like, what is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's it. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you taught me something. You taught yeah. me. That's what the podcast is about. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Perfect. Leah, what would you like to tell people? <laughs> um, do what the fuck you want. 
with the time that you have, where you are with what you have. <laughs> Simple as that, truly. Just like um, I, and I understand like it comes from massive privilege of saying that, but it's also um, just something to strive for. Just kind of try and make it happen, um, whatever that may be to you. So, yeah, that's all I have. <laughs> I love that. And where can we find you? So um, you can find me on Instagram. That's I usually post the most there. Um, my handle is at nomleah, N-O-M-L-E-A-H. And I also have a website. It is jackthebakery.square.site. And I do these monthly bespoke boxes. That's what I was meant to ask about earlier. Thank you. I wrote that down too. What is these boxes? So um, it's once a month I've been doing these boxes and they're completely a surprise. Um, and I sell like a limited batch. So um, they're available for pre-order on my website. And um, they're just, they're a mix of sweet and savory baked goods. And it's really fun. I've gotten a lot of really good feedback on it. Um, I love them because people will buy them and then like, get a bunch of friends together and they'll all just like plan an event or a day around it, around like eating everything. Oh my and gosh, I love that. Yeah, like it, that makes my day. Um, that my night, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just a real, I just wanted to make something really special, something I could have fun with and be creative with and keep kind of, recipe development, keep things fresh and just, yeah, it's just, I have more time too. Cause I was initially baking like custom things all the time. So I've, yeah, I've just kind of shifted my focus a little and I like this more. It gives me more time to kind of do the other things that are important in business and not, not, get burnt out I was going to say it's like especially that could be it sounded like you would start feeling burnt out with all this yeah yeah and everything. so by taking a step back with certain things and maybe taking right. on certain customers and doing these boxes yeah I feel like you get to have that creativity and yeah exactly exactly I, I was that's exactly what it was I would I was starting to get burnout and I was like you know I need a step back, reflect, and just kind of shift, shift focus here. Shift focus, you know what, and that's what was really fun, because now you're making these fun different, like, surprise boxes with sweets and mm -hmm. savory types goods in there, so, hey, you know, you get to use your creative energy that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because I started getting burnt out um, uh, with, like, art, too, with, like, uh, having too many clients, so I totally get that, and you just don't yeah. want to do that to yourself, because that's a part of you. Like our right. of you, you don't want absolutely. You don't want that. So I'm glad that you found a balance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I, 
I can't wait to see where you go, though, with this. And definitely some people are away um, if they, you know, want to talk about their awesome local local anything because we're all here for everything. Because... Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming on the show, Leah. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Rachel. Yeah. And it was I'll... a pleasure. Oh, I can't wait to see what else you do. Leah was just such a joy to have on this podcast, and I really love that this episode captures this creative mind, and she has this creative mind, and she dips her toes into everything, and it just was so fun to learn about all of that, including forging. I loved that so much. I kind of want to go do that, because why not use what you already have? like that's growing obviously at this time of year and why not go to the farmer's market etc etc because it is important but also community is important and I loved that she was talking to me about bringing the community together and having that support system for each other especially in baking and of course I said the arts already but just in general, I really love this episode. I think it really speaks for itself with what we learned. I really have not much more to say on that because I really just think Leah's going to go places and I can't wait to hear all about it. What I'd like to tell people is an independent podcast recorded and edited by us, Rachel and Hannah. Our theme song is written and recorded by Sean Price. Please like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can receive the latest episode. Also, rate and review our episodes so we can receive more listeners. Go to our website www.whatidliketotellpeople.com. Find the link and more information in the episode notes. Until next week. And this was What I'd Like to Tell People.